Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What is up, all the scrotes out there in, I wanted to say scrote land. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense, but what is up? Welcome back, everybody, to an all-new episode of Low Value Mail with your host, me. What's the proper thing there? I I probably said this a thousand times. Do I say host and then I say my name or do I just say me? I don't know. But we have a great episode on this um, last show of November, November 29th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Someone says I didn't start on time. I did start on time. Someone's calling me right now. Phone lines are not open. So everybody just chill your goddamn tits because we got a banger of an episode as always. By the way, I'm so bad at this. I don't know. Whoever gave me a show. Oh, yeah. Anybody could just have one. But. Topic for tonight. This is episode number 41 of Low Value Mail. Can you believe we made it 41 episodes? What a weird uh, number for me to pick out. But uh, dumb shit that you believed as a child, dumb stuff you believed as a child, uh, is the topic for tonight as voted on by you. Some of you didn't vote on it. Some of you are like, I want to recount This election was fraudulent, and I want to recount. I don't believe the results of the election. Nobody was watching those ballot boxes. There was malfunctionings going on. But uh, that's what was voted. I I put up three three things, and uh, that's what won. I I actually personally wanted near-death experiences. That's what was second, but... You guys wanted dumb shit you believed as a child, and I am a populist. I am a man of the people. So that is the topic for tonight. Um, Someone says, topic, yay. Why can't you leave Kanye West alone? Oh, don't worry. We'll be talking a little bit of the uh, Kanye or the yay. As always, the after show is tonight at 11 o'clock. If you'd like, please uh, join us. You can join by supporting the show. Uh, patreon.com slash low value mail low value mail dot locals dot com for my friends who are watching over at rumble shout out to all the rumble lights rumble davidians i don't know what do you call rumble rumble people i guess rumble rumblers i don't know but anyways um sign up once we hit 500 total uh subscribers which counts on youtube so if you want to hit that join button it's like right there i think i don't know i'm not looking at myself right now but if you want to hit, if you want to hit that, uh, support the channel. Once I hit uh, 500 subscribers, I'm going to start doing a low value mail 
daytime show. It's just so crazy. It might work. And then, as always, uh, tomorrow, we have a new episode of The Bathhouse, 10 p.m., live from the Stan Comedy Club, the green room of the Stan Comedy Club in New York City. Those have been very fun, actually. If you've been watching those, uh, we've been getting a really uh, like diverse group of comedians. And by diverse, I don't mean like diverse, like... like uh, you know, like uh, different races and stuff. I mean, they are, but they're just a lot of different comedians and stuff. Uh, so that's been fun. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you had a good Thanksgiving, that just reminded me. So come check it out uh, tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. All right, let's get down. Let's get down to it. Okay, before we open up the old uh, phone lines. Oh, yeah, one more thing. 100 likes. Smash that like button. Even if you're watching a replay of this. Smash the like button. I'm going to give away uh, every, at 100 likes, a channel membership. Become a scrot. So, Kanye West, Tim Pool. You guys wanted it. That's what you get. Um, someone asked, did Danny get new headphones? No, I didn't get new headphones, did I? No, the same headphones that I always use. I mean, we have a bunch of different headphones in the studio. I just kind of grab a whatever pair. Uh, I'm going to look away from the chat because it's distracting me right now. But, Kanye West was on Tim Pool. Last night, I gave her an old watch. Um, I've become, I will say this. <clears throat> Kanye is, he knows how to make, he is, he is the absolute master, absolute master of making people talk about him. Because it's one of those things where, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's just the space uh, that I occupy as a, um, you know, comedian or podcaster or whatever, like whatever space I occupy, internet guy, whatever that is, you know what I mean? But it's hard not to talk, not to talk about it. So Kanye West has become friends with uh, Nick Funtz, I believe it's pronounced, Nick Funtz, Milo Yiannopoulos. They've been hanging out, which is, I don't know, weirdest crew of people on fucking earth. I don't, that's like me hanging out with I don't know Drake and Bill Clinton or something I don't know it's I hard to wrap my mind around uh, I guess Kanye West wants to run for president of the United States uh, which is not going to fucking happen I mean he might run he's not going to be the president though there's no chance of that no chance of that uh, absolutely none so but he wants to run he wants to run for, for president so he's I guess his advisors are Mr. Fuentes I know it's Fuentes. I just like saying that. And then uh, Miley Yiannopoulos, reformed gay man. Uh, good for him? I don't know. Can you say that? What happens when someone goes, you know, I was gay, but I've I've fixed it. Do you say congrats? How do you, how do you answer that? Or do you just say, it's good? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, so they show up to the Tim Pool compound. I could not fucking believe it, okay? As someone who's been on Tim Pool before, uh, I've been on a couple times. Like the trek to get out there, I guess he flies a private jet. I I don't know, but so he shows up. They're like there. I go okay. This is really happening. Um, I will say it lasted way longer than I thought it would. I, I thought YouTube would might actually nuke the stream. I thought he was going to say something crazy. I just actually rewatched it before this show started, just so I could see like, did I miss anything? And it is really funny because so people are, this is people are very divided over this uh, kind of thing because there's people who are generally feel like Jews um, 
are, you know, part of this conspiracy and they run everything like and when I say like, you know, literally like again, I as a Jewish Jewish, I'm not a Jew like Kanye. Kanye is a Jew. Uh, I'm Jewish. I've, I've learned that recently. Um, but as someone who is a, a Jewish, I'm like, yeah, obviously overrepresented in many things, as many people are uh, in certain things. Not everybody, but some people are. Anyways, I I was watching like the comments and people, you know, because people want, the, you know, they have, everybody has their side to this. No matter who you are, you you watch this and you go, I'm on Kanye's side or I'm on the other side. And then when they don't, so like people were calling like Luke uh, and uh, <laughs> Luke and Tim Pool, like these like shit libs and so, which is like one of the funniest things when like the moment they don't agree with you, they're just like, you fucking libtards, Luke Rudkowski and Tim Pool libtards. I was like, I don't know about uh, libtards. And yeah, again, I agree. That's the thing. So, so people are saying, yay, should have been able to speak his mind. Nobody stopped him from saying anything. I like, I literally just rewatched it. Cause I was like, what exactly did he say? So first off, Tim pool never brought up any of the Jew stuff. Kanye West brought it up. He started talking about, he goes like, uh, you know, cause he's talking about the Trump thing. And that whole thing is even interesting too. Cause I just was reading Milo Yiannopoulos gave an interview, I think with like NBC or something where he said, yeah, we set up Trump. This was basically to kind of fuck Trump over this meeting for us to come here with Nick Fuentes. Cause obviously Trump says he doesn't know who Nick Fuentes is. I, I would believe that he doesn't know who he is. Um, and so he's just like, that's his thing. He's just like, I don't know. He, that's what he's saying. Trying to set him up, but I don't know what they're playing. The, the, the two of them, Fuentes and Yiannopoulos feel like they're just yes men. They're here for now, but, if they're still, and again, if I'm wrong, I happily admit that I'm wrong, but I can't see two months from now that that uh, dream team is still going to be um, assembled, right? But so Kanye's talking all the stuff. He's like, I'm Martin. He's like, I thought I was, what do you say? I, th- I thought I was Malcolm X, but I'm more like uh, MLK or whatever. And then, so they're talking about the press, uh, the corporate press. So I guess he, Kanye's main issue here was that, he wants to refer to like the Jews and the corporate press are just a single monolith. They are combined. They are like pouring two cups of water into one cup and then you just, you have a bunch of water, you know, it's like, they're like, they're the same, right? I don't know if that was a good analogy. Maybe not, but, um, so any, anyways, and, and so Tim Pool's like, well, I don't really, subscribe to like the Jews run everything. And I mean, again, it's the whole nonsense part of that entire argument. Again, totally disproportional um, representation based on the population. The, the, there's no question about that. That could not be debated, but Kanye couldn't even handle this guy wants to what you, you want to do run for president. Like you're going to go up on stage and have a presidential debate up against potentially DeSantis and Trump, like all these people on the same stage, and you couldn't answer, like handle the tiniest bit of pushback. I, like I just don't know. And again, they're like, "Yeah, well," because he's trying to say, like, "Yeah, the 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 Jews and the press." He goes, "They." That was the whole thing. They go, "It's they," and then they're like, "Who's they?" And then they're like, "Come on, you know who they." They wanted to say, like, they want Tim Pool to say it. Say, say that the Jews are they, and Tim Pool's like, "Well, I don't." No, uh, 
it was funny watching it. And then Kanye's just, and the fact that he just stormed up, man, like, I guess if you fly private, all I was thinking about, because I've gone there, I'm like, ah, oh, such a mission to get out there in fucking Maryland. Uh, but I guess, I guess for Kanye, you just hire up a private jet. He seems sad to me. I don't know. I, I liked Kanye, but he just, uh, he's, he feels like he's losing the sauce. Like if his next album is not one of his top three albums, like that's the only way he's really able to, to really keep this whole shit going on here is he has to be putting out heaters, but I don't even think he could be in that headspace right now. Maybe he is. I, I, I don't know. I don't know anything, but, uh, it, it was interesting because Milo's a bit of a weasel, right? So, like, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this this uh, all, all works out. But Kanye seemed pretty brittle there. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Like, he brought up the Jew stuff. And then, and because even Tim Pool said, he goes, oh, I wanted to get into the news, which is also kind of crazy that you're like, hey, so what's in the um in the Balenciaga, you see this ad from Balenciaga with their uh, with his child pornography stuff, and then Kanye's like, "Yeah, I'm wearing Balenciaga boots right now." So if we could maybe not bring that one up, um, it was I, the whole thing was bizarre. The fact that he was there was bizarre. The fact that he's hanging out with those two bizarre. The fact that he, I mean, he, he doesn't think he's going to be president. Um, if I will say if this was all a lot of this is just a fuck Donald Trump over very, very smart, calculated move, um, on, on their, uh, on their parts, because this is definitely just a massive headache for Donald Trump having to walk back all this Nick Fuentes and Milo shit. You're like literally one guy who got canceled for pedophilia. Another guy who got, who everybody says is a white nationalist. Uh, Holocaust denying anti-Semite. I will say with the Holocaust denial stuff with with Nick Fuentes, it's like clearly he was making a joke. He was just like it was a joke. It was just an edgy, edgelordy joke. That's that's not Holocaust denial. Um, you know that's weird. It's weird that and ah oh, fuck. I hope I don't get in trouble for this on YouTube. I don't should I even talk about this. Uh, I just will say it is because when I talked about the Hebrew to Israelites, the Hebrews to Negroes thing, I feel like I was talking about Holocaust denial on that one, too. And then that's how I got a strike or maybe I got I don't know. I just remember it happened because I remember saying, oh, I might get a strike about this. And then I did. But then I got it overturned because Jews help out other Jews. Damn it. I wasn't supposed to say that. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was even saying, but. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, with the denial. It's like doesn't denial like it didn't happen? Like if you if you are a a questioner, uh, isn't that different? Like should you not be put in the denial camp? You know, like like if you're like a moon landing denier, you're saying they never went to the moon. You're not like yeah, they were there for a couple minutes and left. But I don't believe that they were there for as long as they said they were. Um. Revisionism is the term. Thank you, Justin. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, the whole the whole Kanye, Tim Pool thing. Uh, Tim Pool handled it. I thought well. I I mean, Tim, it would have been the end of Tim Pool if Tim Pool was like, yeah, they're Jews. I mean, he would have got this whole new fan base that he probably doesn't want. But you know, the middle of the road people are like, what? What is this? It's pretty mental. Anyways, um, 
that's all I wanted to talk about with the Kanye Tim Pool stuff. Uh, we're we're going to open the phone line shortly. Got a couple other items that I uh, want to discuss um, from my home country of Canada. This whole assisted suicide stuff, the maids, I don't know if you all know about this. Um, so Canada is making it cool to kill yourself. They're, they're, the government is like, it, killing yourself is so cool that we want to help do it. And then now there's a, this company called Simons. Uh, <laughs> they put out a commercial. They literally put out a commercial, a three-minute commercial. You can watch it on YouTube. It's called All is Beauty, and it's this woman um, who is dying. Uh, she has she's a 37-year-old. She actually passed away on October 23rd uh, and chose medically, medical assistance in dying. Uh, MAID is the program. Um, she had some you know, chronic pain or whatever. But the crazy thing is, is I, I, I was reading into it, and they're now like expanding medically assisted suicide because that was like the Jack Kevorkian thing, right? That was the whole thing. The guy went to jail because he was like, look, these people are in pain. We should allow people to kill themselves, which I kind of agree with. Like if you're like my life is complete hell, I'm in just like agonizing pain every waking minute. There's no way that this is going to turn around. I just would be better off dead. Or not better off dead, you know, but like I just it's it's like this isn't uh, a way to live. Then, yeah, I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that. Right. And and I think most places have come around on that where they're like, look, you know, it's let's give some leeway. But now in Canada, again, so far, like it's like the next is going to be like a sport check commercial. Sport check is like a footlocker kind of thing um, in Canada. That's where all my. Canadians that reference right there but this clothing company straight up made a commercial about it's called all is beauty and it's just talking about this like medically assisted suicide that this I'm like what the fuck does this have to do you sell flannel shirts what do these two things have to do with each other please I made a joke on Twitter but I was like this should be a Nike commercial right just do it in terms of killing yourself but in Canada, they're they're now, I believe, in 2023, they're going to be um, uh, increasing the scope of of reasons why the government will kill you or will help you kill yourself. And it's they're they're starting to get into the mental illness stuff. They're essentially saying like, "Hey, if you're so depressed," and it's it's such a weird one because I'm like, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess if you're so depressed that you want to die, but like, isn't that almost the disease of depression? Like you're, you're not in physical pain. I guess you're in an emotional pain, which could be like a physical pain, but there was, um, they had a similar program. I'm blanking on the country somewhere in Europe. They had a similar program because I was reading about someone who's against them doing this and they had a similar program in Europe where they said, look, like we'll kill you if you're depressed, but you have to. You have to take a year. You need one year and come back in a year. Which, if by the way, if anybody, if anybody's an OG listener of Low Value Mail, the second episode ever, I had a kid call in. That was when I was still like giving advice. I don't really do that anymore. I guess I could. I like that, but I don't know. Uh, he called in. And he was talking about suicide, and it was like couldn't tell if he was talking about himself, and then it kind of seemed like he was. 
and and then my advice to him was, I was like, look, if you want to kill yourself, just wait. Like, uh, I don't remember how long I said, but I was like, wait five years or something. You know, and then if you, because he was like 20, I was like, if you really want to kill yourself five, 10 years, go for it. Go for it, right? If, think about it. But anyways, in this European country, one year, one year that you have to, and they, you know, you have checkups and stuff. And anyways, they had this pilot program and they said, look, at the end of the year, if you still want to do it, we will gladly put a fucking pillow over your head and end it. End it. And they interviewed this woman who was like very re- like ready to go. She was like doing all the stuff. And she's like, I don't feel any better. I want to kill myself. And then she had one good day. She just had one, you know, sometimes you just have, she had one good one where everything lined up and she went to bed that night. And she goes, that was, that was a good one. That was a good day. I don't know who knows what happened, but she had one good day. And then they were like, at the end of the year, they're like, do you want to kill yourself? And she's like, you know what? I don't. I'm like, it's my life is misery, but I'm like, I did have that one good day, which means maybe I could have two good days. So anyways, crazy slippery slope over there in Canada. And, uh, and I mean, a lot of people have said this, but at what point are we going to get into like the Soylent green stuff where they're like, well, you don't want to let those bodies go to waste. Right. Why don't we turn those into fucking food? Right. Um, so anyways, that's what's going on in Canada in China. My favorite country next to Canada and America and pretty much everywhere in Europe. But uh, China, people, people are angry. People are, people are not happy in China. Um, basically, so if you haven't been following this, this is pretty hilarious in China. The the government, so not hilarious, but so the government has a zero COVID policy. COVID's going crazy there again. I thought it was over, but not not in China. It's not. They're going crazy with COVID in China. They are back to welding people indoors. And then this apartment building, they, they welded people inside. There was a fire. A bunch of them died while everybody outside was watching in horror as all these people were burning alive who couldn't get out because they were welded inside their fucking homes. And the fire department was slow to show up. So all these people died. And then with the World Cup, people are watching the World Cup in China and people were starting to notice that they're like, why aren't anybody in the stands wearing masks? Like, we all wear masks. Why is nobody in the stands wearing masks? And then the government of China was like, hmm, we got to do something about this. So then they started editing the, the, the games so that whenever they would show a, like a group, like a shot of the crowd in China, they would just do like a close-up of some guy on the field because they didn't want to show everybody. That is a tough one, by the way. Those like planned economies like that where you got to just think of every little detail. That's tough. Shout out to China for kind of pulling that off, I guess. Um, but they're having these crazy protests in China, which it's funny because you'll go on like CNN's website and it'll be like on the bottom. Like you got to scroll down past like all this bullshit and be like, yeah, uprising in China. Literally, nobody's really denouncing China. Uh, nobody just, you know, it is interesting how these, these issues kind of get get uh, chopped up. And then speaking of China, old uh, Tim Cook, and I'll, I'll wrap it up here, but old Tim Cook, our boy Timbo, is kind of going to beef with, uh, with Elon Musk a little bit. So Elon Musk a, said, I believe yesterday... Elon Musk came out and said that he has received a notice from Apple that they're reviewing Twitter. So here's a lot of things that, thing that people don't know. 
is that everybody thinks that you know there's there's all these there's a lot of censorship which there is but there's no bigger censor censors than Google shout out to Google thank you thank you for allowing me to host um, my uh, show right now you guys are the best I love Google and then uh, Apple which I'm using an Apple computer right now so I'm really walking the walk guys really walking the walk but uh so those two because they control the app stores on your phones which i'm sure many of you are watching on a phone right now they can just take your fucking like they could straight up apple could say hey we don't like what and they did it with uh gab i believe or getter one of those two i think it was gab they just were like yeah we don't like your uh we don't like the content moderation policies on your app on your website so we're just removing your your app from our app store they have the most power out of anybody. Nobody really considers that fact, but the amount of power they have, like they could crush Twitter. If I have to go using Twitter on like a desktop, I, I don't know how much I'm going to be wanting to use Twitter. I mean, I will, but... Uh... Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act... That sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Not going to be loving it. Not going to be loving it. Um, but anyways, so Apple is like, we're reviewing it. We're going to review it, whatever that means. And then, uh, a guy I follow, Naval Ravikant, who's a very good follow on Twitter. He made a good point where he says, if Twitter was a Chinese app, Apple would never consider removing it. Never. Um, so some shit's going down. And again, I don't know. I'm on Twitter. It seems fine. It just seems like a bunch of like butthurt leftists who are like, we want things to go back to the way they were. And now you're like, it's better now. Maybe not better for them, but y'all were being protected for so long. You know, you got you, you got the run of the roost, if you will. So anyways, that that's that's all I got to talk about. Um, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Dumb shit you believed as a child. Uh I have, I was, I was racking my brain over this, to be honest. I, I was trying to think what, what was a, a good dumb thing that I thought of as a child. All right, we got to call this guy. I know who this is too. I think it's Grant. He's been calling nonstop all show. All right, dumb shit you, dumb shit you thought as a child, believed as a child. First caller. Let's go. Hello. Danny. Grant. 
It is Grant. Wow. You, you recognize my voice or do you finally put in my uh, my contact info? Uh, no, I just know your your area code. And, um, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've been calling Grant, me. Grant Leahy from Gainesville, Florida. Yeah. You've been everybody. Going, yeah. Grant, Gainesville, Florida. Exactly. I like, I like to dox myself every time I call it. That's fine. That's a uh, <laughs> it's Gainesville fun. is a large city, I imagine. <laughs> it's really not that big. And there, nope. there's, o- there's, only, there's only one Grant Leahy in the world, believe it or not. Yeah, I find that. Is that, uh, is that say, rare of a I'm name? It's kind of crazy. not. Okay, look it up. But anyway, yeah, I wanted up? to say, what's up, dude? If it had been near death experiences, I would have had some great Grant, stories. Let's just hear it. Let's. You, no, no, yes. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save I'm gonna that save for it. when, when you actually do the near death experience episode. Okay. Because that has to be an episode. Because holy crap, I have some good, I have some good stories. Okay. Well, then. But uh, the 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 stupidest thing that that people tell you, you know, I I don't know if this is as big in Canada. But uh, they they tell children and children believe this. Yeah, is that there there is a Santa Claus? It's a yes. really weird. It's a yes. really weird concept. You know and, that, and Grant. You know that there's a lot of people who uh, wanted to call in to say the same thing, and then now they're scrambling. Are you serious? Probably. Well, I, I don't know if that's true, but I, I can tell you. Like I I've, I dated girls that have kids, and they're, and they're like, oh Santa Claus, and I'm like, I don't know how to I don't know how to deal with this. Right? You don't because, know how to like, deal with a kid thinking that's Santa Well, yeah, because I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to tell you that there's actually this magical man that like comes down chimneys that you don't even have a fucking chimney, dude. Like, How do you believe in any of this? This is stupid. And why is your fucking parents lying to you? It's them giving you the gifts. They should get the credit. Dude, you, right? I like, mean, the this, whole thing. this conspiracy is going all the way to the top, though, because NORAD's in on the uh, whole thing, right? Doesn't, oh. Can't you go to NORAD's <laughs> website and track Santa? You can and track Santa. Isn't that like a government okay. website, Grant? So it's a, it's a, it, it, that that's all I had to say. I think that's a crazy thing that, that people believe as kids. And I, I can't, I can't believe that, that people continue to perpetuate this crazy lie that then when you, when you finally figure it out, like what, what does that teach you? Like, Oh, I guess it's fun to like lie. It is fun to lie. I guess that's what you can learn. And maybe that's a good lesson. Yeah. Exactly. So happy holidays, everybody. I don't what, know. What about the tooth fairy? Okay. So did you really ever believe in the tooth fairy though? For sure. Really? I mean, at some point, yeah. Oh no, I never, I never really thought that was true. My my mom would be like, "Oh, put your tooth uh, in this jar, and here's a dollar." In a jar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was well, like, "That's I'm gonna why, throw it because out. yeah, you don't put it in a jar. That's not how." She was she was afraid we were going to choke on him. She wouldn't let us go to sleep until we like. It my is dad would funny have to pull it out. because I did. I do remember very uh, vividly one time I had a loose tooth. Yeah, and I went to sleep, and I woke up, and it was gone. What? And then I went and looked everywhere, thinking it fell out of my bed, and it was just gone. And you swallowed it, of course. My mom was terrified of that. Oh my god, you're reinforcing her fear. But what then the that f- actually does happen. Oh my god, I mean, it she happens, was so afraid. Nothing happened. I probably just oh, shit it you out were fine it. though. I yeah. think my mom thought that that would just. It would chew you up from the. I don't know what she thought. I'm gonna have to call my mom and call be like, your mom. You know what, have, her call, have her call into the show and see. what I am doing. going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Grant. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Happy holidays. You later, Grant Leahy. Everybody, friends of the show. Um, we had. Uh, I had a couple that were um, sent in on on YouTube. Someone says, "When I was a kid, oh, we got a call." I'll do this one then. I thought 7-Up was not supposed to be drank before turning 7 years old. That's just fucking stupid. I mean, kids are stupid, though. Hello? Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. 
Hey, what up, Danny? It's David. David, how's it going, man? Hey, do I sound okay to you? Yep, sound great, sound great. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm driving, but I took it off the Bluetooth, took it off the speaker. Cool, cool. So, cool. I, I, uh, the subject of tonight is something that you uh, believed as a child that ended up not being true, is that right? Sure, yeah. Nice. So, uh, for me, I didn't grow up with any of the Easter Bunny conspiracies or anything like that. But what I did have, and I don't know how this happened, but someone told it to me when I was little, and I actually believed it, I think, until adulthood, and then looked like a fool at a certain point, and it was pretty much that. <laughs> it was, and I don't know who I was probably that, saying that's it to actually, a girl. Sorry to cut you off, but those are the best ones where nobody really corrected you for, you know, you're like a good chunk of your adult life, and you know, they don't teach you. Yeah, I mean, it never, it was never with you. Yeah, it just wasn't brought up, though. I think that's why it was told to me, and then just kind of kept as a nugget of information and never brought up until one moment, but basically, and I, hopefully someone didn't bring it up because I wasn't listening earlier, but um, that I thought your blood was actually blue until it hit oxygen and then it turned red. Interesting. You thought it was blue. Yeah. Someone told me that. And I don't know. I, I know other people who, who have were told that or thought that as well, but I just believe that my whole life because you could look in your veins and, you know, you used to kind of see the color. And yeah, you, like, see oh, yeah. The, you see the color, right. And, so and they're like, once it hits oxygen, that's when it turns red. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, yeah, I guess that's not, because I, I don't know how you'd personally disprove that. I, I guess you would just think it's this, like, instant reaction. How old were you when you found out that that was not true? I, I feel like I was probably, like, 18 or something like that. Okay. Not, Pretty bad. Not, <laughs> not terrible, but, yeah, not, uh, <laughs> not great. It was, like, like, you just thought it was, like, bright blue. Yeah, or almost, you know, how if you look at your veins, whatever that color that is, depending on how, yeah, how white right, you right. are. Yeah, totally. I know what you mean. That, that like, green, yeah. greenish blue. I mean, that would make murder scenes, like, just a way different vibe if they were just blue. I don't know why. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah, I don't know why. But, um, all right. Appreciate it. Um, hey, well, yes. I had one other thing. A sure. quick, uh, I don't know if the scam was brought up, but I wanted to call it yes. and I wasn't able to. Yes, yes. But I was scammed scan. pretty pretty hard probably the same day that i found out about the blood things i was around <laughs> 17 or 18 years old yeah, <laughs> and basically i was working a job and some guys in a white van drove by and it's called the, the speak yeah someone told you that one i dude my uh, we, we talked about it uh at length actually because i had a friend who bought the speakers as well so but we can talk about it so you where were you so I, I live in Oregon. I was in a small uh, Oregon coastal town. And uh, it was just like, it's a touristy town. And I was working and the guys drive by the white box. I, I later, you know, found out what it was after I bought it. But it was several years after I bought them. The guy's just like, hey, you know about speakers? They told the whole thing like, hey, we got this extra stock um, and it's not on our list. So we got to sell it. They had like a full magazine. Everything looked like professional. Dude, you know what? Honestly, awesome. I actually think that's the exact same story that they told my friend. What year was this? Uh, 2003, maybe 2002 or 2003. Yeah, so this would have been around the same time as well. Yeah, yeah. It was like right around the same time. So this was like an international endeavor. Because this was in Canada what? that he bought them. But, like, it was the same thing. The van with the catalog. Man, I wish someone would make a documentary behind who was behind this. Yeah, it's pretty, like, it's pretty funny. You know, I was just naive. But the, the crazy thing was is the speakers, they looked really nice. They just, they didn't really bump as much as they, they seemed like they would. But they worked and everything. I had them for a few years. And then, yeah, like, that traded was, them that's what I said with this exact same thing with my friend where he's, like, he bought them. And we were like, yeah, they don't sound that bad. 
Yep. But yeah, yeah I guess yeah, then I, I read up on it. I, I read up to see what people said, and they're like, yeah, basically, like these ones were like book valued at 3000 according to their magazine, and I bought them for 300 But they said, yeah, basically, they'll try to get you. They're probably worth like 100 bucks. It was like a tower pair, and, and they'll try to sell them for three or 500 as much as they can soak you for with them. So Interesting. All right, we're going to watch. Uh, actually, on the after show tonight, we're going to watch. Uh, I just found a video for the white van speaker scam, so I guess it's just a big, big time thing. Um, all right. Appreciate it. Sorry you got scammed. Even though, but again, that's not like you, you don't feel like you got scammed. You still got. Yeah, it's not it. a it's not a big deal. I was yeah, young. Yeah. It's a life lesson. Yeah, which is I don't even know what the lesson is. Don't buy stuff out of a van. Yeah, I don't know. Just if it seems too good to be true, type thing. Right, right, right. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Take care. All right, Danny, you rock. Have a good night. Bye. Yeah, don't buy stuff out of a van. I guess. Um, here was the one from someone else. When I was a kid, my family would vacation in Cape Cod and we'd visit Provincetown. My grandfather vaguely told me about all the funny people there. And for years, I looked for circus clowns whenever we went into town. For those of you who don't know, I also went to Provincetown when I was a kid. It's full of gays. Hello. Thanks for calling Value Mail. Hey, Danny. How's it going? Good. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, I got a quick little story for you. Sure. Um, yeah, so back when I was a kid watching, you know, cartoons and TV in the early 2000s, yep. uh, on cable, there were just a ton of uh, infomercials all the time. And I remember uh, towards the end of the infomercial, the announcer would usually say, write the number on your screen and order order one today. And uh, as a kid, I always... <laughs> understood it as literally writing it on your screen you so, literally wrote it on the tv no the thing is uh fortunately i never actually uh brought myself to do it because you know a my parents would never order me that kind of stuff anyway and b you know it wouldn't go too well if i you know started writing phone numbers all over the tv right right well yeah. you probably the second time you did that you'd probably be like how is this supposed to work i don't get it Why do I <laughs> yeah i honestly thought like I'm sorry. You're like, why do I keep writing over top of the last number? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of imagine, you know, the shopaholics would eventually just fill up the entire screen and then have to buy a new TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. So, and uh, honestly, I kind of believe that. I never asked anyone, uh, you know, and learned what it really meant until we just didn't have cable anymore. And, you know, watch now we watch everything on on Wi-Fi, you know, Netflix and all that. And uh, it wasn't until about a year or two ago that I really thought about it, and I was like, oh, they, they meant, like, write down the number that's on the screen right now, not yeah, literally yeah. write Yeah, write yeah. on a piece of paper. Yeah, so. Yeah, how old were you? Oh, man, I was I was probably around, I don't know, just a kid. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Maybe up to five years old. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's acceptable. It is funny because I want to know like what the stupidest thing is that someone thought when they were pretty old. Although I guess there'll be lots of them. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that is kind of funny that you thought to write yeah. that screen. All right. All right, man. Appreciate Thanks. Have a good one. Yeah. I, for a long time, little like verbal things, I always didn't read. Like there was a, I thought for a long time, it was like probably till I was in high school that it was um, all intensive purposes all intensive purposes instead of all intents and purposes just that's what i thought i didn't know better hello 
Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. How's it going, Dan? What's up? All right. So uh, I got a – it kind of pertains. I got an Art Bell story from when I was a kid. Nice. All right. You met him? I know you're a big artist. No, I called into his show. Oh, okay. Cool. But coast to coast in the 90s up in Winnipeg, you know. Yeah. Rule of Canada. Yeah, that was well um, before my time of Coast to Coast. I never actually listened to a live episode with him. I was always George Norrie. You never what? Uh, I, I always listened to George. I only started listening to Coast to Coast when it was George Norrie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he got really old. Art Bell died long, not long after. I think uh, I called in or he retired or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. I think he retired and then like came oh, back or something. But anyways, go on. So uh, my favorite, like, uh, uh, theory. I guess, you know, uh, listening to him was these holes to hell episodes where people would talk about these screaming holes in like Southern states that apparently went straight to hell. Okay. But, uh, it's a crazy theory. I haven't heard anyone ever talk about it ever, but I remember the coast to coast episodes like that, but I called in one time to him. Uh, I was probably 13 and, uh, I got to talk to him and I, the fucking question I asked him was, uh, who was the, the woman who did his intro? And he went on like five minutes talking about how gorgeous this woman was who did his <laughs> intro to <his> show. <laughs> That's it. And he could hear my voice cracking and how young I was. And he was like, you, you like her? Huh? Oh, she's beautiful. She's the, the most gorgeous woman. And he was married and everything at this time. I thought it was pretty, pretty good. But That's funny. And you were just like a little kid and you're like, what? Did you know what she oh, looked like? No clue. No idea. Just, it's the radio. Just, Who the hell knew what Yeah, it's the radio, right? You like. just were like, I just, now is your question. You got to, you got through it our belly. And you're just like, what does this chick look like? I thought it was going to be his wife or something, but he was like, no, it's this nice girl. And like, holy shit, Art, okay. Yeah. Well, buddy, at least you still got the libido in your 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Dirty dog, Art Bell. Um, all right. Well, is that is that the stupid thing you thought of as a kid? Do you have any any uh, dumb shit you believed as a child? Uh, stupid shit I thought of as a kid. No, I don't believe, know. I believed, that, yeah. Not thought of. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of believed that uh, we would be better than we are now. I didn't think we would regress to the society we're in <laughs> currently. Fucking people have little... been like, hey, let's. Let's keep this uh, this '90s vibe going of everybody just being cool with each other, and yeah. that turned out to be fucking wrong. Is there any way though that you were a kid and that actually, like, it, it didn't get worse the way you thought it was? It's just you kind of got older and a little just more in tune and maybe cynical. No, because I always that's, hear that everybody's cool. always pining for the good old days, like it was, like it's like now is. Always worse than it used to be. You know, well, I get that. But like, as a kid, like in Winnipeg, I had all like, I mean, Winnipeg. For a lot of people, I'm sure that don't understand, Winnipeg is like 50 percent native. Yeah, right. And uh, and that would be like I don't know equivalent to Chicago down there when you compare it to the black population. But growing up, half your friends you you had to be diverse. You had to be friends with these people who. Uh, had different views and grew up in a different way and grew up poor and grew up richer than you. So there was no racism as a kid. If we were racist, we were racist towards like Quebecers or French speakers or something. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody likes them. So growing up, everybody 
liked everybody else. And if you hated somebody, you didn't hate them because of their color or anything. You hated them because, or their politics or religion. You hated them because they were a dick. Dude. Generally, yeah. And yeah. now it's like people will look at somebody and be like, I hate that guy because of this and that. And it's like, you never talk to that dude. How the fuck? See, do you I that? always wondered, I guess it'd be devil's advocate here. Cause I always wonder like when people say, are you a white guy? Yeah. Yeah. Like I always wonder if, cause I always think the same thing. I go, there was no racism back then. And you go, I always wonder, like, ask someone who, like, ask a black person. They're like, yes, there was. Like, you know, so it's hard. It's hard to say. But I, where I grew up, it was so white. It was the whitest place. It was. It was very white. Um, so I, I can't I can't speak to that. But I don't know. I, in general, I think things are OK. I still think things are better. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways. I mean, all right, buddy. Yeah. No, no, no. no finish that thought. Well, I mean. It, it just seems like my girlfriend's black. She's from Zimbabwe. She grew up through the kind of fucking aftermath of Mugabe, right? So yep. she didn't leave that country until she was 20. Okay. And she's seen the same type of racism there uh, towards other black people just based on tribes as she's seen here currently. And, and she made the mention that the first kind of step was uh, – they kind of took over the uh, the radios and, and they started using propaganda um, to change people's opinions on other people. And, you know, it's a tactic that's used. I, back then, we watched wrestling and we watched all this other garbage, but it wasn't politicized. Now everything is politicized. Well, wrestling, didn't, didn't wrestling have, like, the Iron Sheik? And didn't they, like, specifically have their, like, America versus Iran shit? Like Cold War stuff. Yeah, but I mean, you look at the top wrestlers. I mean, The Rock. He was like the number one guy for how many years? Yeah, yeah I was thinking you more know? like the previous, like you know, the eighties and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I see. What, I see what you mean. I mean, racism is literally everywhere. Like the people who like to think like, oh, racism is specifically white against everybody else. You're like, look, Nigerians probably don't like people from Uganda or whatever the fuck. Like they just. Everybody hates their neighbor. It's a just a rule of life. Just generally, people do not like you know because most people could not tell the difference between like many different people from Africa, for example, like different countries, huge continent. But like for the most part, they all hate each other. It's just how it goes. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's definitely true. Yeah. Uh, anyways, cool. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Everybody, right, bye. Uh, that was didn't catch his name. So, uh, again, call in the number six, four, six. Oh, I didn't hit the thing. I'm such an idiot. I didn't realize this thing wasn't blinking the whole time. Oh, I'm so stupid. Six, four, six, seven, 10, zero, nine, four, nine. Call in. What is the dumbest shit you believed as a child? I will say this. I thought when I learned about gay guys, that there were gay men. And then I I was like, I don't even know what I thought. I thought when they had sex, like their penises like just did this and then kind of like wrapped. Like remember in, um, what's that movie? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, I'll think of it. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. I was like, uh, phone lines are closed, but you kept getting calls. I was like, I, know, I gotta, stupid. Save, this. I thought, I gotta I thought, save this number. I had I to go I back to uh, oh, a couple av- weeks ago. Avatar. That's the number or the movie. I was talking about Avatar where, you know, in Avatar, when they're kind of banging and they like kind of put their weird things together. That's how I thought. Game okay. Game. So I'm so the only person that has not seen Avatar, but it's, no, you're the, you're like the 
10,000 persons says, you know that scene where they're banging with their hair? No, I do not. Really? Yeah, no, I guess I got to watch it. It sounds pretty it's sexy. It's fine. Bro. It's fine. I just watched. Have you seen uh, Future Man? Future Man on Hulu? Yeah. With uh, um, Haley Joel Osment? Yeah. Uh, I have not seen it, but a friend well, watch of it, mine is, uh, it's not on the air anymore, right? No, it's uh no, it's all, it's already uh, done. It's only three seasons. Uh, it's so uh, fun. I, dude, I just rewatched it for like the third time. That shit is hilarious. So uh, a friend of mine actually created that show. Uh, his name's Ariel. No Sh- way. Yeah, Ariel Shafir. The other, I know two Ari Shafirs. Not helping for that. I was thinking because we looked up Ari Shafir, thinking it was the same guy. No, but it's so not. That's I your went, buddy. That's I went to camp and Hebrew school with him, and our parents were good friends. Ariel Shafir. Yeah. Uh, and but I actually, you haven't watched his show. We're not super good friends. We, we, we were, we're not super good. But friends. but I went to L.A. like probably five years ago and I was like on the set of Future Man, like walking around there. And it was pretty cool. You were on the set of Future Man. I that's was. crazy. You have to watch. It's the funniest show I've ever you know seen. Bro. Actually, that's a lie. I watched the first uh, like bit of the first season. I watched a bunch of it. Oh, and then shit. and then I just like it's so hard to, to keep focused on anything. And then I just, you know, something happens. And I just forget about it. And then there's a new new uh, like my whole life i feel is like someone walking through a casino or something that is every that sounds exhausting it is but it's just like every new stimulus and then i'm just onto that thing and then unless i'm getting like a real reminder for something else i just it's gone it's gone yeah well i mean i guess that's why i'm calling your show you're not calling my show though but sure i mean we could be uh, well, it's one of these days. One of the, oh no, it's uh, I'm gonna have my brother do it. I'm gonna be the behind the scenes guy. You're you're too many, too many skeletons in the closet, my man. That's fine. I can't be on camera. Anonymous. I guess yeah, you can't be on camera. Yeah, um, no, so so what's up? What do, do you have anything? Uh, so dumb stuff. All right, so I got a couple. I got a couple. Um, dumb stuff you believed as a kid. So both of my brothers. This is good stuff because I've been trying and racking my brain, but uh, I can't tell you dumb shit. That I believed as a kid, I probably believed a bunch of dumb shit, but I might still believe it if I can't think of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I could but, only um, think of one, which was the gay, gay guys having sex. Just because it was. What, well, hold on. What is yours? So idiotic. That's what I was saying with the Avatar thing. I thought that's how gay men had sex, is they kind of like. Oh, okay. Touch, no, okay. So my buddy told me. Then, like, my rap. buddy told me it was like. Uh, He's like, oh no, gay dudes do it. But I was like, how? That doesn't make sense to me. And he was like, they touch wieners together. That's and then, what I like, thought. Oh, yeah, that's why I was like, that, okay, so that is a dumb thing. I didn't believe that, though. <laughs> I was like, that one don't make sense. Yeah, see, I don't, when I heard about this, I was too young. I don't even think I knew how men and women had sex, to be honest. Yeah, well, see, that's where, yeah, me too. There's a couple, I was like, this, there's something here. We're missing some valuable information. I, yeah, like, I probably thought that, like, babies came out of, like, breasts or something. Like, I probably had no yeah. idea. Yeah. I probably had no idea. Belly button, some shit like that. Yeah, something simple. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'll give you that one. I'll use that one for the example next time. Uh, <laughs> my my little brother yeah. used to think he's like alcohol must beer and alcohol must be delicious because the way he you know he drinks stuff he's like this is good. I like my drink. It makes me happy. Yeah. Adults are really happy, man. Like what the fuck kind of what's their soda taste like? And then he's like the first time I had alcohol, I was very disappointed. That's pretty logical to be honest. Well, yes, see, that's like, what I told with, him. But same with coffee. Like I remember thinking, "Oh, coffee must be great." Yeah, no shit. And then you taste it, and you're like, oh, "Black coffee is fucking hell. horrible." Yeah, 
Yeah. I got a buddy of mine drinks it like just straight black on purpose. I think it's just to be an asshole. I drink but, black coffee. I drink uh, black, dude, I drink like sugar, they no make milk. fun of me, dude. I don't even drink coffee, but uh, when I do, it's basically like it's like half creamer, bro. I you know what? I when I was in college, I for like a week because I used to put coffee, milk, sugar, and then I just stopped because I was like, you know what? I don't want to drink all this sugar. I don't know why because it was not even that much sugar. And then I did it for a week, and once you do a week, like I couldn't really go back. See, that's weird because like uh, I've been kind of getting. I mean, not all the way, but I've been cooking. Well, we'll get off. We'll get off. We're getting off subject. So my other brother. Yes. This one's actually pretty fucking. It's it's goofy. Not really. <laughs> Stupid, but he's it's fucking stupid. Uh, so my mom, do do you remember back in the eighties and shit? They used to have those commercials, the don't drink and drive commercials. You drink, you drive, you die. Ah, uh, vaguely, they had different uh, everything in Canada. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, so they, that was literally the slogan: you drink, you drive, you die. Right. So my brother must have been like four or five years old, and uh, my mom is like drinking iced tea, like iced tea, right? And he just starts freaking out, crying, because she's loading him in the car. He starts freaking out, crying or whatever. And she's like, why are you freaking out? And she had to explain to him that you can drink. It's it's about a, you can't drink alcohol. He didn't understand that you. it's not that you can't drink anything. If you're drinking like a Coke when you're driving, you're going to fucking die. That's what my brother <laughs> He's thought. Like, you're like, you got just any drink. He's like, don't drink and drive. <laughs> uh, so I thought that was funny but uh, the last I got to not really stupid things I believe as a child but you said for all intensive purposes yeah I had a buddy of mine and he swear to this day he still believes this and this is 15 years later I swear uh, he thinks the saying is to teach his own instead of to each his own <laughs> because if you teach someone something you own them and I explained right. I was like first of all that doesn't even make any sense because the more you know and the more free you are right and he's like yeah I was like, so how if you teach me something, do you own me? And he's like, but no, that's the saying. He still believes it, even though I explained to him that that doesn't make sense. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, to teach his own. So now if anybody says anything like where I was, I would say to each his own, I say to teach his own, to teach his own. And then people correct me. It's fuck. I laugh every time. (laughs) I probably have actually 10. See, those things you get exposed. You can actually kind of get by saying these things. It's you get exposed when you write them down, and then someone's like, are you an idiot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you write an email. Well, see, or now, like that. that's where text messaging, right? I used to believe, here's one thing I believed when I was a child that was stupid as shit, is that most people had some sort of plan. I was like, man, when I'm an adult, I can't wait till I have an idea of how the world works and all this different shit. And everybody seems to have a pretty good handle on it. And now everybody texts instead of talks. And you realize that most people can't even spell basic words and shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, we're all a bunch of fucking we're just still monkeys banging on the obelisk with the bones. Pretty much. Yeah. Like there's a there's I have a number of words that for whatever reason, like I'm a pretty good speller, but there's just like, I don't know, eight words in my general vocabulary that I can just never spell. But if I just mash the letters generally spell check knows what i'm getting at and then i'll just go for a spell check but it's crazy because it's the same eight words like over and over again they're generally ones where there's like two s's or two r's in a word and i don't know why i just always like mistake where the double r goes or whatever like i don't know but it's it's a i'm like it's just one of those things i'll I'll never change okay so like 
that's funny too because harassment right that makes sexual his assment you know what i'm saying but uh <laughs> harassment yeah Double R double. That would see. That's interesting. No, I haven't even thought two, about it, that. But yeah, thing. maybe no, it's just so harassment's fine because it's double R double S. It's there's like words where it would be like one R, like disappear. For example, I always am like, is it two S's or two P's? And then I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure it's one S and two P's. Yeah. So. See, that's okay. Yeah, that makes that's how I was forest. I I have to think about it because two R's is the name. Right. And yeah. one R is the truth. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, that's just, you know, mental blocks and shit. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Anyway. Well, right on, buddy. Thanks, man. Well, good Pre- talking. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I didn't even touch on the. Uh, what, did, what did you want to touch on? Did you see the shit? Because I called in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, remember, I was at your. Oh, you all. Oh, yeah. You were trying to come up with a name. For Ron DeSantis. Yeah. You and uh, Ryan. So my brother came up with Moron the Sucks Ass. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) I would love to hear that come out of Donald Trump's mouth. Dude, I mean, you feel like Moron Celtics comes. Not bad. That's actually good. That's, that's a pretty good one, actually. That'll be yeah, oh, yeah. My my uh my brother is the wordsmith, my man. That's what I told you. He's the he's the on camera personality. I'll be the Nice. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The behind the scenes, the, the handler, if you will. Um, yeah, right, that's cool. good. That's what I'm saying. That, what was your Hi, name? But James. James, appreciate it, man. Yeah, man. I called in from Tucson uh, from because they were doing all the election shit. Right. They're still doing all the election dude, shit. How dude, how is that the... possible? I don't even get it. I saw something yesterday about the election, and they go, "How is this still going on?" What they're doing? Okay, so check it. It's crazy. Yeah, you know like... you live there. Give me a little before we get rid of you. All right. So no, no, no. It's like it's getting nuts because now they like. Doing, I didn't realize I, I how many people like there's the they get to go like talk uh, like a, like basically what Alex Stein does. And then they're just yelling at them because like, what is going on? Well, they're only OK. So this is the weird part is it's all of like it's all Native American like stuff. So like the I want to say it's Coco Nino Nino is uh, it leans to the left and then like Navajo and then. I can't remember the other two counties, Apache and something else lean to they skew conservative. But, they just, but, but basically it's like they haven't finished counting these. No, Cochise, they finished counting, but like Cochise County is not certified. They won't certify. Why not? So what's But they, I, it's because they're still saying election fraud one way or the other way. But it's, it's getting to the point now that if they don't certify, because nobody's really going to do anything. So even if there was election fraud or malfunction machines, whatever, they're saying that there wasn't. So if these counties don't certify, then their votes don't count at all, right? So now, so if Cochise doesn't certify, then one we lose one of the House seats. Oh, so this is actually... I say we, like, I didn't even fucking oh, so this, vote. Oh, this matters. They, yeah, no, no, this one actually matters for sure, because if they don't certify by Friday, then they lose a House seat back to the Democrats, and then they lose a local seat to and, something, something and is important. That, and that might happen? Yeah, that might happen because Cochise County is saying we're not fucking certifying. This is not legitimate. So they're just not going to certify is what they're saying. We'll see what happens come right. Thursday. But that's their deadline is Friday. Well, that is fucking crazy. And um, if they don't certify, then like anybody who's not certifying is facing pros- possible criminal charges. Okay. Well, that is crazy. I'm going to I'm gonna keep up and uh, keep watching that. All right. Appreciate it, James. Thanks, man. Uh, have a good one. Bye. James, everybody. Um, another dumb thing I thought when I was a kid is I thought... This is, I was really young, but I do remember thinking that 
small cars came from trucks, like big trucks or like buses. Like they birthed them. I was a fucking idiot. <sighs> Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, Danny. What is happening? Who am I speaking with? This is Will. Uh, I called in the bathhouse the other day about uh, Thanksgiving. Yes. How's it going, man? It's going great, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. Okay. It was good. Thank you. No arguments with the family? Uh, no, but that's my favorite part. Ah, I feel like this year is like the one year where like the will be the least amount of arguing because there's like no COVID, no Trump. Yeah, no, it was definitely lower intensity than uh, the last few years. Yeah, I would bet. Um, anyways, what's up, Will? Uh, not much. So I wanted one. You were talking about double letter words. Yes. Mine is recommend. Recommend. I See, that's wanted... not a problem for me. One C. Really? Right? Oh. One C, two M's. Yeah. I always do two C's. It's, and it's always when it's the R's and S's. If it's R's and S's, R's and S's. it fucks me up. Weird. Yeah. I have a... Actually, you know what? No, that's a uh, parallel. Okay. No, parallel. No, that's just two L's on the one time. Uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I'm So I'm a lawyer, and one of the more senior uh, attorneys at my firm, she always mispronounces et cetera as et cetera. Mm. And says, I have no idea. Is that like a fancy way of saying it? Like a bougie thing? I no, I think it, it's literally in Latin. Uh, e t space c e t e r a. Right. It's et cetera. Yeah. I just think she doesn't know, and she's like so many years senior to me. I don't know if I should correct her. Right. Like yeah, if she's yeah, but much she, older. Here's the thing. She's wrong, and she uses it a lot. She says et cetera. Like, it, like she she says it almost like exaggerate et cetera. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Like. Oh, that's weird. Because yeah. that's a big thing um, in Long Island here in New York is people will say, like, instead of ask, they'll say ax. But, like, generally people say, like, oh, that's, like, uh, something, like, you know, black people say. They go, oh, that's, like, but it's, like, it's not. It's weird because they're, like, straight up all these people, and they're generally all white people. And they just, they go, ax. They well, go, ax. Uh, uh, I was reading Thomas Sowell's uh was it a uh, black black liberal, was it a uh, black white, redneck, white liberals black rednecks white, yeah yeah that's a good book good book he says that's a uh, scottish that's scottish that's scottish dialect yeah that's scottish dialect well yeah for, but for whatever reason i've never heard it other than in long island i don't know just people from long island talk like that it's bizarre that's weird yeah um i haven't been to long island but in chicago a lot of my uh, black friends say it yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying that's what like you generally like when watching TV, yeah. watching tv and stuff you're like that's where like I, that's I, the I, thing that's yeah, the thing it's I, the only place i've ever uh, heard it or whatever but then when i moved to new york and you're like no there's all these white people who say that too so that's weird yeah um so all right so i do have two things from when i was younger though misconceptions uh one is actually my friends that the last caller reminded me of I had a friend who thought that the expression was play it by year. <laughs> Y-E-A-R. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's like, you know, you, you, you don't have a long-term goal. It's just like every year you come up with the same, <laughs> with a different plan. I think the explanations like, are better than the miss. <laughs> it's like, it's how you rationalize to keep saying it to yourself is almost the funnier part. Well, yeah, if you don't play an instrument, that kind of makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> And uh, the other thing is I, I was dumb enough to think I could trust my brothers when I was a kid. Okay. I have three older brothers, 
And my family used to go camping. We had like a big pop-up trailer. So when I was like, I don't know, five or six, maybe a bit older than that, but around six, uh, they were setting it up with my dad on a camping trip. And like, you know, it, there's like giant slide outs, like deluxe or like, uh, what do they call it? California King beds and like a giant crank you have to pop up. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kept bugging my oldest brother being like, no, like, what can I do to help? Like, how can I help? And eventually he tells me, you know, uh, I was thinking about running into that tree over there later. Could you just like, you know, run into it and let me know if it hurts. <laughs> so I, I ran as fast as I could Ooh. and just smashed face first in this tree. <laughs> Damn. That's how old were you? I, I must've been like six. Yeah. Maybe seven. Yeah. That's crazy where you could be like, you could be at an age where you still remember it totally well where you're just like yeah just run into that tree you go, okay yeah. i remember my mom was like mopping the blood off my forehead and <laughs> the rest of my family was trying to figure out what the hell is going on like what happened yeah and were, were, <laughs> were your brothers not playing ball were they like they were laughing <laughs> they were laughing their asses off and my mom was yelling at them and i go by the way scott i ran into that tree it hurts yeah i bet oh yeah you were letting him know you go just so you know <laughs> i took over the team here don't run face first into that fucking tree and i would hold to that advice today it's a very valuable lesson that a trees are hard man wood is not forgiving at all like wow dude you, you get hit with a chunk of wood that stinks I never knew yeah, that. You know, Greg, Greg Abbott. I never knew that that the reason he's in a wheelchair is because oh yeah, a tree branch fell on him. Just went for a jog. Tree branch yeah. fell on him, broke his back. Yeah, uh, I don't know if that came up earlier, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was a uh, wild true. story. All right, cool. Thanks for calling. All right, thanks, Danny. Right. Bye. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um, guys, let's hit those like those like buttons, those like arenos. Uh, 150 likes, 27 more likes, and I'll give away another channel membership. Um, or don't, and I won't. Got another call. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Yo, yeah, it's Aiden here. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, I used to think automatic cars uh, drove themselves. And when we were young, we had a manual, and we were getting an automatic car, and I had nightmares. Because I was scared about getting an automatic <laughs> car that would itself. And so what did you think the person was doing in the driver's seat? I thought mum and dad would be at home and the car would just turn up at school and we'd jump in. <laughs> oh, this was just kind of uh, your imagination of just like what you thought automatic cars. Like, did you know you owned an automatic car? No, because we had a manual. We had an old oh, Cortina. Oh, gotcha. And we were, it was a big upgrade to get this new car that was going to be an automatic. And everyone was talking about this automatic car. And I just got freaked out. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then yeah, we got it in. It's a regular car, right? Really. Yeah, it's a regular car. Were you, like, tentative, though? Like, did your family have to be like, just sit down. It's fine. I can't remember many more details than that. But I do remember having a nightmare about, like, being worried about it so yeah. that was pretty, pretty <laughs> that's amazing that you had a nightmare about automatic cars <laughs> yeah well you would have not like being alive these days with, well. with the teslas i know now we're almost there like uh so yeah a few years later there must be some kid who must be super freaked out right now about teslas though <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. At least there's like a little bit more technology behind it. Yeah, but you're like, uh, like I got another two driving. I can share with yes, you please if do, you want to hear them. Yes, please. Um, I, I, maybe this is a real common one, but I used to think cats were female and dogs were male. Is that pretty standard? That kind of uh, I don't. That makes sense to me, honestly. On a lot, like even though it's not logical, but when you're a kid, I feel like generally in cartoons and shows and stuff that like dogs are presented as male and cats are presented as female. Yeah, that makes sense. But I don't know if I thought that, but I bet a lot of people did. Okay, yeah, I feel like there must be other people with that one. And then this other one, just because you were talking about it with the whole. Um, <laughs> the uh, gay sex stuff yeah. at my school when we were little kids they would call it bumming yeah bumming. and i thought that was literally like two men backing towards each other <laughs> and then just kind of like rub their bums together like just completely innocent i just didn't get it but sure. i guess that's what they got off on yeah yeah, and, yeah, yeah the, each their own yeah all right that's all right cool. everything <laughs> thanks for coming appreciate it cheers all right bumming um I didn't expect this to be the episode where I laughed the most. Uh, Naomi says, I thought drinking and driving meant no drinks whatsoever. I would cry when my mom had coffee. Naomi is one of the earlier callers. Exact same thing. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, uh, Danny. Hey, hey how's it um, going? You haven't laughed, laughed so much and, uh, in an episode in a long time, so I thought I'd... Uh, Bring it down, a please. Yes. Yeah. Are you on some sort of speakerphone or something? You just kind of sound a little muffled. Nope. nope. Okay. I'm on a cellular phone. Okay. No problem. But anyway, so <clears throat> yeah. So uh, when I was little, uh, you know, everyone's scared of monsters, right? Yep. Some people are scared of like uh, a monster under your bed, or maybe a vampire, or uh, but for me, it was werewolves. I used to be terrified of werewolves, and. Uh, I never understood why, because nothing else scared me, but werewolves scared the shit out of me. And uh, and it wasn't until I was about 13 that I realized why they scared me so much as a little kid. Okay, why? And that was because uh, once every full moon or two, my dad would come home, and he transformed into a werewolf. And, uh, and it terrified the shit out of us. What do you mean he would transform? Just as a, a drunk? He'd go, yeah, he'd go from a, a loving dad to, to the opposite. Right. To that's, a monster. To a monster. And that's... Yeah. And you're just like, I don't like werewolves. Was he a hairy man? He wasn't a hairy man, but it, I think it was the changing, the transformation. Right. You know, the good guy turning turning bad. And then all my friends stopped being afraid of vampires and all this shit, but I was still terrified of werewolves. <laughs> so one day I realized, oh, I think it might have something to do with that. Yeah. Did you, did a therapist yeah. help you with that, or did you come to that on your own? No, I just kind of realized it. Yeah, you kind of dawned, those dawned on me. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I was now that you said that though, that did remind me of I was irrationally afraid, and I don't even know if I ever saw this, but I totally—I'm sure this is maybe not uncommon—but I thought that snake would come up through the toilet. I don't know if I just saw Ooh. some sort of like news item. Like oh, once happens. of it happening, or it was my imagination. Oh, it, it happens a lot, but it does happen a lot. Which oh yeah, it happens a lot. It happens. If I was like, like <laughs> yeah, if I was a kid right now, I would be so scared of that because if you go on YouTube, there's probably like a thousand instances of that. Yeah, you I just thought, wouldn't shit. Yeah, I, but I just thought it was pretty rare occurrence, and then now I'm like, it's, yeah. I don't even know if it is that rare. 
I would have. No, in fact, in fact, if you take a shit later, you should probably consider consider the fact. I mean, I'm, I, I'd be lying if I say it never crosses my mind anymore. It's not common, <laughs> but it's not never. Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah. All right, and then uh, the the uh, I'll give you a light one too. I used and maybe someone said this because I tuned in late, but uh, I used to sincerely believe that the moon was made of cheese. <laughs> Like literally, I was like, that was just how it was. Didn't even question it. Didn't even question it. Was like, like moon is made, made of sense. cheese. I never heard the moon is made of cheese until the Saturday Night Live. Harry Carey. Was is there? Oh a, wow! Is okay. there a reference to that? Like, was there a book no, or something? It's, it's, that's just no. That's just common knowledge. Just as people used to say that to kids. The moon is made of yeah, cheese. Yeah, this is back in Africa though. Oh, so okay. common knowledge in Africa yeah. is the moon is made of cheese. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, All right. For, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Bye. Peace out, man. Um, I will say one big thing is uh, okay. We're gonna get a uh, boy, Chad. Sorry, Chad on the line. I'm trying to make my face unlock my phone. Oh, here we go. Okay, we got a call. Hello, Chad. I got you next. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, what's up, Danny? How you doing? Good. How are you? I certainly can't complain. Um, so I just have uh, two kind of dumb little, uh, not really beliefs, but stories. So um, for one, I, I asked my grandmother, who was born in 1927, um, if she remembered when dinosaurs were around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure she didn't take too kindly to that. Unless it, well, it depends, how <laughs> depends how old you were. Uh, what's that? I said I guess it depends how old you were. Yeah, I, I must. I, I would have been less than five at that point. And then the other one, um, I grew up in uh, California. I had a friend who um, who asked or who had moved to Pennsylvania, and I begged my parents to take me uh, to go see him in Pennsylvania. So my dad one day um, picked us up and took us in the car. Drove about three miles or three hours, excuse me, uh, out into the desert and told us we were in Pennsylvania <laughs> and that uh, <laughs> and that we couldn't get a hold of my friend's parents. So uh, we turned around. And that's not, <laughs> I mean, nice yeah. of him for still taking the three hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my dad was a trucker, so it wasn't shit to him. Yeah, uh, yeah, but, but it's just still nice of him. I'm sure a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, we're just not going." And no, gonna... you're never going to see your friend again. Yeah, you're never seeing your friend <laughs> ever again. Tough shit. And he's like, "Sure, we'll drive. For, we'll, we'll go. Let's go." And then he goes, eh, "Didn't work. <laughs> didn't work out. That's life, kiddo. Learned a couple lessons there." Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yep. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right. All right. We're gonna call Chad up. I'm sorry. The person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has. Oh, oh. Chad, I tried. I tried, Chad. Mm, okay, we got a call here. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, how are you doing? I just had a really quick one. I'll keep it short. Sure. Um, so, uh, I mean, at least growing up, I don't know how. I guess this is a bit. Hello. Oh, I kind of lost you there for a second. Hello. Hello. Hey, sorry. You cut out there for a second. Oh, no, you're good. Um, so I, I don't know this, at least for me growing up, it was like a debate for parents if you should discipline uh, by like spanking your kids. Yeah. Um, and so my parents were a little bit different with that. And so like when I was probably seven or eight years old, 
I mean, this is when it ended, but like growing up, like three, four years old, my dad used to say, oh, we have the uh, automatic spanking machine. If you keep acting up, you're going to, we're going to bring it downstairs and it's going to spank you nonstop. And just was that, did that threat work on you? It did. And it worked for like years on end. And I just still can't believe I believe that. And I feel like you thought there was an automatic spanking machine, which you had never seen. Yes. Holy shit. That's a genius move. So oh, it like, was so genius. He doesn't actually have to hit you. He's just like, yeah, but just so you know, it's it's up there. No, it was just a threat. And I like, I don't know. I'm going to use that on my kids because sure. I, mean, I believed it. And so did my brother. Like, I don't know. I just wanted to tell that <laughs> one real quick because oh. that's kind of a, that's kind of a wild uh, that's a good one. thing to believe. Yeah. 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 That's a great one. All right. Thanks, man. Yep. Have a good night. You too, bye. The automatic spanking machine. Okay, let's try chat again. Yo. Chad, what's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. I I got some uh I got some embarrassing things that I used to believe, man. All right. I do, we all did, we all did. I will say the the, the one thing that uh I think everybody can kind of agree on is you, people hold adults to this like crazy high standard and then when you're older you're like, Yeah, I don't know. They're, yeah, no, nah, I mean that impressive. They're just complete liars, aren't they? They have to. But I mean, once you become an adult and you're like, Yeah, I don't know, this shit's hard figuring this they're all everybody's just figuring all this stuff out. And then they die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, man. So what, what were yours? Uh, shoot, man. I could I could remember living in Brooklyn. I was like so young, and I remember like my parents used to like have to go wherever my grandparents used to leave the apartment, and I, I guess it used to just be me and my sister in there. And she, all right. So you know, I was pretty rambunctious as a child, but. She was trying to get me to stay away from the front door or whatever, or, you know, the door that leads to the exit or whatever. Yeah. So she, all right. Have you by chance ever seen the Michael Jackson Dangerous album cover? Uh, I have. Let me just refresh my memory here. What is it? Yeah, like I just, it looks super crazy. Super crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, like the, it's like a circus kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know who she, I believe? I could be wrong. I think Mark Ryden um, made this cover. If if people know the artist Mark Ryden, I could be wrong, but it looks like Mark Ryden. But anyway, sorry. Continue on. Oh, uh, no. Nah, but uh, yeah, so she would be trying to get me to stay away from the door. And I was like, we, I was, you know, Michael Jackson was probably the first musical person I ever heard in life, but I was definitely afraid of that album cover. <laughs> so, she just put it by the door? No, she just told us, like, every, she, well, she told me every time that my parents left out or and everybody was gone, just, like, the door would transform into the album cover. <laughs> and, like, I so I literally believed that, like, and then I remember, like, I, I think I got brave enough to run over there one time, and then, like, I you know, yeah. Like as a kid, your your brain would just do crazy stuff for you. So <laughs> I, I feel like I seen some of the album cover on the door. Yeah, yeah, you saw it there. Yeah. And what, what was there another one? Oh shoot, it's plenty. plenty. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. Uh, what that same sister told me that 
if you step in somebody's shadow that was like disrespectful i, I don't know i had never heard that again for real but i, I kind of never for, i don't know if i believed it but i never forgot it though interesting yeah yeah you hear there it's weird the shit that you could just hear like you know in passing from somebody when you're like five years old and it just sears into your brain for the rest of your life you know like it just gets stored in this area where you go for whatever reason you're going to be 40 years old someone's going to say something and it's going to pop back in your head right (laughs) not mine but not I got, I got, I guess, uh, but nothing else probably for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go if if you're um, you, you'll probably like this, but go check out this guy Mark Ryden. If, if nobody, he he is. I just looked. He's the guy who made the cover. Uh, he's this artist. He's, he's makes really cool shit. Um, but he's the guy who made the the album cover. He's a very uh, very famous. I don't know what kind of. Oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna definitely look him up. I ain't know about that. Hey, but I just, I just was gonna say, you know, I, I, I just got on Twitter, as you know. Yes, I, I fo- want I everybody you. to. Yeah, I would, I would like everybody to, if you are on Twitter, follow me and turn up. I'm Chad, turn me. up, everybody. Go follow Chad. Chad uh, has been uh, provide some music for the show, and for the bathhouse. Uh, yeah, go follow Chad at Chad Turn Up. Yes, sir. Okay. You heard it here. All right. Chad Turner. Yeah. Everybody. All right. Later, Chad. Yeah, man. Bye. Um, yeah. That's, uh, oh, here we go. We got a call. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's up? Hey, is this, uh, uh, Danny? This is Danny speaking. Who am I? Hey, Danny. Yeah, no, you're speaking with uh, T, uh, T uh, from Canada, uh, uh one of your fellow compatriots. Kanakistan, um, yep, yep, how's it going? Yeah, no, buddy, hey, um, one of the things you guys don't seem to cover off much and, uh, you know, follow your channel and uh, all that jazz is uh, some of the stuff going on in Canada right now, like, uh, we, we uh, I mean, things are getting pretty nutty, I know we have a little most crazy left-wing liberal uh, yeah. uh like like what stuff? Like what stuff? I we were I was actually well, just talking uh, to Ryan first of all, today. There's a, a huge firearms ban that that's going on now that they've just done under the table. Which was is, that the uh, same firearms? Like, and I know you're not a gun guy, but uh, I, I like, I like, I'm more of one. Um, was that the same firearms ban from after Uvalde? Like the uh, no, uh, this one just happened about three or four days ago, and they've uh, made everything that's a center fire semi-automatic uh, rifle illegal, which is hilarious. Because uh, so, they said they wouldn't do that. Yeah, because didn't they say but, after the Uvalde shooting in the summer, they're like, we're Canada, like the next day is like we're just banning like 150 different types of weapons or something. Yes, they did. But this isn't this isn't that now. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's just totally nuts. Like, like. I always say, if you want to see if a conservative is a retard, talk to him about gay marriage. Or if you want to see if a liberal is a retard, talk to him about firearms in Canada. Yeah, and uh, because we we just don't have the same problems we you do down in the states when you're living there. No, no, of course. But, and uh, that's the thing is, like, I have like a good friend of mine. He had uh, he had an AR-15. Like when I lived in Toronto. He had an air. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, you, you know, there's never been a single crime committed with one of those in the country. The only time one had been done is when the guy killed a police officer and took his air 15 and used it. Like, yeah, like it's just, it's, it's not, not a thing. It's like, a, like we should have like a, 
elephant prevention fences uh, like they do in Kenya uh, here because you don't have elephants. Of course, like, of course. You know, it's just not a problem. Like yeah, they, they put U.S. problems on Canadian uh, people, and it's not nice. But, well, uh, it's always been the case, I'd say, right? That's kind of always well, Canada that, just reacts. To I, what's I think where I'm kind of going with this too, though, is uh, it's just there's just this weird uh, political ideology that's uh, floating over Canada, and you guys talk about it all the time. And uh, communism. Uh, I'm a member of the the, the military, and uh, our military is just gone woke as hell. You can't believe it. You can have purple hair now. Uh, you can have purple hair uh, in the military. Oh, God, yeah. No, it's gone full woke. It, really? It's a joke, actually. A whole bunch of us uh, bought pit vipers, if you know what those douchebag sunglasses look like. Uh, we did those just as a joke because they, they now allowed us to do oh, it. Oh, right, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole ship's company is uh, sitting out there on the ship wearing pit vipers like a bunch of douchebags. Just uh, almost as a form of protest. And... Uh, and they don't care. They're just kind Our of forces, man. We're we're like a day late and a dollar short. Like we we just don't have enough people. We don't get paid enough, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, and then we're told that uh, actually the big benefit is that we get to wear uh, you know dress up like RuPaul's Drag Race uh, whenever we want to. <laughs> and it's what other stuff it, is going it, on there? I mean, I imagine it's hard for no. them to recruit in the Canadian Army. Well, this is what. So I know a guy who's a recruiter. And he has a guy come in. This kid comes in. He's a Ontario boy, probably like you. Hopefully not as Jewish, but uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm kidding, buddy. No, 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 no. I'm from the tribe. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, he comes in and he's like no criminal record, anything. Great, great grades. All he wants to do is serve in the armed forces. He wants to be a combat engineer. And they look at him. And they go, and literally, they have a list on a whiteboard of. Well, he doesn't meet the alphabet people standards. So what right. they did is they said, no, 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 try again next year, uh, and we might have some more space for white guys. And uh, That's crazy. And this kid's just like, like, like a kid who, like, like some sucker who just wants to serve in the military. Of course. And, and he's uh, like, he just loves yeah. his country, he wants to serve in the military, thinks it's no. cool, and they're like, yeah, you can't. No, no, fuck you. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not welcome here. That's so buddy. different from the U.S., where the U.S. is, they're dying for anybody. They just need well, bodies I mean, here, but the budgets are way different. We're dying for them, too. Like, I mean, I've been uh, sent to see for uh, on a bunch of times with less than 24 hours notice just because we're so short people. Yeah. But we're not sure of the right people. And uh, so that's why we're not hiring people. Uh, and it, it's just absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, like, when you look at what's going on in uh, Russia and all all that other kind of stuff, like, uh, well, Taiwan's going to be the next big thing. And, our, uh, you know, you have people that put their hands up saying, hey, I want to serve my country. I want to go put my life on the line. I want to go basically impoverish myself yeah. uh, to, to be one of these people. And they're being told no. Yeah, and it, it's this whole anti-men thing that it's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, yeah. anti-men is a pretty bad stance to take if you're the fucking army. It's the <laughs> one thing we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go and get uh, blown up and killed. Yeah, and we, like, we yeah. all signed up for it, and uh, we're we're all okay with it. Like, you know, no one's going to be like, oh my goodness, I got uh, I I signed up for this job. And uh, I don't even get I who's can't. complaining though. Like, who is complaining about the lack no, of diversity whoa, whoa. in the army? Uh, 
purple hair. There's a guy uh, in my unit, like I said, male pattern baldness, a five o'clock shadow, wears a dress, and is and, and it's a man. And I'm like, there's a guy in the Canadian okay. military who he he's in the military and he wears a dress. Absolutely, yes. No. Seen yesterday. But, okay, but what happens, like, because that's not obviously official um, garb. Like, is there any distinction between male and, like, don't women wear, I, I'm trying to even think, like, they just wear the same thing, right? So this is like, uh, no, no, no women, women can wear skirts. Um, uh, does he wear uh, a skirt? Sorry, uh, yeah, no, yeah, he does, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I guess and, if he wants uh, to the, defend his country, I don't know. It's one of those weird I don't know, man. Like, I, just... I, I just don't know. All I know is that I, uh, you know, I mean, I dated Canada's first female pink gunner. I mean, like, I'm, I'm all aboard about women being there. I'm all aboard about uh, gays being in the military, that kind of thing. Like, I'm just, I'm as progressive as they come, apparently, or at least in turn 1990 standards. Sure. And, Not uh, even 90. It sounds like you're up, you're up to date, up to speed, up to like 20. Uh, 15 of them. Yeah, but, but no, the, this just left this you behind. getting a little wacky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just getting a little wacky. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I'm also seeing a lack of uh, standards. Like, uh, So I did basic training twice in my life. I was in infantry before, and I did it back in the uh, 1990. Anyway, I don't want to date myself but uh, or identify myself. But uh, then I went through it again recently, uh, you know, maybe five years ago and stuff. And it is not the same standard. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, like somebody like me, somebody like you, uh, like no offense, dude, we yeah. probably have about the same body type, uh, uh, sure. would pass through just fine like butter. <laughs> and uh, quite frankly, uh, that shouldn't be the case. <laughs> no. I mean, New York, you should see what New York police officers look like. It's nuts. Well, dude, I used to work in New York, and I, I spent a lot of time at uh, Fifth and Madison, uh, or my company had an office. And, uh, New York police officers yeah, right no. now, because they're they're hiring so many, because like they're the cities become dangerous and the subways. They they take it. Uh, it looks like they just show up for like to fill out an interview and they leave in full uniform. Like that's what it honestly. Oh no, Jesus like. Christ! It's uh, I, I know what you're talking about. And like they don't yeah. fit. And, and Danny, by the way, I, I have a question for you. Sure. Like uh, from a uh, you're a New Yorker, more or less transplanted. Yeah. Yep. Why do you guys put coffee in a paper bag? Like, how is that a thing? Coffee in a paper bag? What do you mean? Oh, I, I have that all the time downtown. Uh, when I, uh, I was working downtown, I'd go buy, a, like, a bagel and a coffee, and they, they put it, the coffee cup in a paper bag. Yeah, sometimes they do. If you want to, like, carry it, not really that much. You see more in a plastic. <laughs> I put it in a plastic bag. Okay, okay. So maybe that's but the, just but they'll a, give you a, bag. a one-off thing? Yeah, I don't think that's that common. But they do put it if you have to carry it, and, but I don't know why you would Okay, all right. Maybe, maybe that was just a... The coffee. Mistake, Anyways, I, I gotta yeah, let anyway, you go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, 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 I'll let you go here too, buddy. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, you take care and uh, yes. and uh, thank you for your service. Take care. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, things going on up in Canada. Um, we we're saying there was someone tweeted about this actually today. Someone who works for the Canadian government, but it would be funny if people start protesting in in support of the Chinese outside of the Parliament in Ottawa. Truckers, oh. hello. Hey, can you hear me? I can. Thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Awesome. Uh, I called in maybe like three, four months ago, but I had bad service. Okay. Uh, 
I'll just give you my troll name. I emailed you a little bit. Dixon me arse, right? Dixon, Dixon <laughs> no me arse. Yep, yep. How's it going, man? Oh, not too bad. How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. I've been uh, enjoying this episode. Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if this episode uh, was a good topic, but it's been pretty funny. So, what's up? Um. Yeah. No. If I get off topic, long winded, or you're not interested, oh, it doesn't matter. Feel free doesn't, to cut me off. Doesn't matter. This <laughs> this topic is very. The show is very low value. We're All just, right. We have well, we have a good time. I kind of missed a little bit of the early part. I just caught you live for the last caller, but um, yeah. I uh, so like I was saying in that email, cut to the chase and sum it up. Uh, so I'm from the USA. I was talking with a chick from Argentina when I was down there. You know, we hit it up pretty good. Everything was great. Okay. And then it kind of got iffy, you know. And then she wanted to come here, and I thought, oh yeah, she's just kind of using me, that sort of thing. You know, like you hear about online, like using you for shit. to get a green card or something. Uh, yeah, either a green card sponsor, a visa, like a place to stay, just any of that stuff. Yeah. And did you, you know, why did you think she was using you? I'm skeptical of all women. I mean, <laughs> I, I, how old are you? Uh, 24. So you're, I tw- mean, you're, you're already skeptical of all women at 24. I have been since like 19. God I mean, damn. I'm not shitting you. Like I've had a few of them who are just like, Oh yeah. Like, Oh no, everything's going to be great. Like we can start our life, get our own place, have a family. And I'm like, big red flag. Hell no. Yeah. Thank well, you. I mean, Goodbye. you got to think about what you want. Like if you don't want that. And so like, I mean, that's the tale as old as time as some guys like, yeah, I'd like to be a bachelor until I'm, you know, maybe 35 or something. And then some girl just is like locks you down when you're 22 and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, no shame in that if that's what you like. I mean, I'm not trying to shit on anybody or nothing like that. But I mean, I'm an idiot. I kind of travel around like I blow my money on cars like for a while there. Like most people, I was drinking and smoking a lot and spending too much time and money on that shit. You know, partying. But kind of getting it together now. I figured, you know, around 25, 28, somewhere in there. But so you went to Argentina. What were you doing in Argentina? Uh, I can't handle the cold. I'm from up north in the USA. Like I'm further north than you. But, okay. Uh, yeah. I Have can't you ever heard of cold. like uh, Miami? It's full of Argentinians, actually. <laughs> now that I mentioned, and tons of Argentinians well, in Miami. That's part of the thing too. Is that when I was down there, actually, like one of the one of the girls I was messing with, she's got family up there. So like you know, she said, "Oh yeah, if you're ever out that way, let's meet up again in Miami." And then. uh yeah, in Miami specifically. And then uh, the one that I was talking about earlier, the one was all serious and stuff, She, I thought she was kind of using me a little bit. But, you know, I've been talking with her more. I kind of pushed her away a little bit and stuff like that. I was like, no, no, no. And then she actually told me, oh, yeah, I actually have a job, spot, like a sponsored job I can take that can go there, and I'm going to be down in Florida. And I was like, Oh wow, no way. So she's like, Yeah, I was trying to learn about it and I know you said you've been down there a couple of times and whatever and So so what's exactly your what's your issue here then? I don't get it. So she can just come there? She can, but this is the thing. I mean I do like her, but I mean I don't want to live in the USA. So Yo, you don't want to live in America? Oh, absolutely not. Well no. where do you want to live? Southeast Asia. It's cheap, the girls are hot. 
I mean, Thailand's a little fucked up, you know. But That's I fine. Mean, I've, I've been around there. So yeah. go. I mean, how are you going to get a visa to live there, though? You can't live there. Well, I guess you could do the visa scam thing where you, like, have to leave the country for an hour or whatever to get a stamp in your passport. But so, um, I mean, you're, you're so, of the age where you could go live in Southeast Asia. I mean, just go for it. I don't know what's stopping you. Uh, Well, temporarily right now it's finances right. and i don't want to leave a bunch of stuff back home you know i don't want to have like burdens for other people to take care of that sort of thing that's fair um so i mean there's that and then um i mean i also too to kind of tie back into that how you're saying earlier i can go there uh vietnam with americans you have a i think it's a three-month visa but every 30 days you have to border hop kind of thing yeah yeah I or maybe that. it's a year long and then every it's three so, months something anyways like that. yeah yeah but you gotta do yeah the, you can you work illegally hop. on it people do it all the time not that i've ever done it and then um <laughs> i mean just Thailand, i would say this can legally work yeah there, I, but, I would say this from what i hear is like don't worry about some chick locking you down because it sounds like your main worry is just like live your life i don't know some girl just i, I would say just up front any chick uh, this is actually the best thing is just say like, hey, just so you know, I have plans to be going moving to Southeast Asia. And yeah. girl, and then you have that's your get out of jail free card. If you want to get out of the situation, be like, hey, just remember I told you I was going to Southeast Asia. Well, I'm going to Southeast Asia. So it was nice knowing you. Yeah. No, I mean, I get I'm not trying to, you know, say I thought of it all or anything like that. But I did yeah. kind of try to go over that with her. And she's like. Oh, well, I'm also a programmer, so I can get remote work. It won't pay as much, but we can meet up there if that's just really what her, you want to do. Look, I'm I, like, I'm oh, saying, don't, man, I feel bad because she's so bad. nice. Whatever, don't feel bad. It's just like she obviously is into you. Just let her meet up with you. Who cares? Just let her meet up. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I, I got to let you go. We, we got a few more calls to take, but appreciate you calling in, and uh, good luck with all that. Yeah, no worries, man. Have a good night. Thank you. But Yeah, I mean, uh, guys, I obviously, tail oldest time guys are not into commitment or whatever but you know you just you you are honest from the outset that's the best thing ever is like if you don't want a girlfriend you should be like i don't want a girlfriend say that at the beginning they'll stick around just long enough hello thanks for calling low value mail hey uh so a dumb thing i believed it as a child when my parents told me that something was off limits yeah i thought they were saying that it was all limits and i believe <laughs> that until i was like an adult it was what say this again off like all limits like entirely limits <laughs> and i i, I said it when i was flimmets. like in college and my friend was like what did you say and yeah you thought <clears throat> excuse me when you were in college that the word limits yeah <laughs> Spell spell flimmits. I think it probably had two M's, like F L I M M I T T S. I don't know. <laughs> that is the best one. Oh my god, flimmits. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so good that you made it to college without figuring out. <laughs> yeah, people called me for that for a while. That flimmits. is one of the funny. That is so funny. Holy shit. All flimmits. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, man. That is good shit, though. Uh, any any other ones? Um, No, not really. Uh, well, you that know what? Was that one about is going to be tough to top. So. Hell yeah. 
Um, we like I talk about Vietnam, I did it for two years. I taught English for like 10 hours a week. Yep. And I, I lived my the best life for like two years. Yeah, dude, I, I love, I, I was in Vietnam for, I think I spent a month in Vietnam. I love Vietnam. Amazing country. I'm going back soon. Yeah, I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't been there in uh, probably 15 years, but I would love to go back there as well. It was, uh, Vietnam was, I think my favorite of all the, all the places in Southeast Asia that I went to. You don't have to have a degree, really. You can find like black market jobs and then and teach English, get, like, right? Isn't that like a big thing? You just all everybody teaches English. Yeah, and it's fun. You like get to hang out with the kids or like the adults and whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's, it's it's like heaven on earth. Yeah, yeah, and be- yeah, beautiful country. Um, cool. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Yep. See you. All limits, everybody. <laughs> that is so funny. I don't know why I think that's the funniest thing in the world, but limits 33 more likes i'm gonna give another uh membership away let's get 33 more likes please we have 20 more minutes left hello hello thanks for calling low value mail hey danny how's it going uh, it's going all right how about yourself I, since everybody asked you that i am well i am well nice i just have one quick one when i was a kid i always assumed that people's armpit hair would get when they grew it out would We'd get all tangled, and every time they're playing basketball or something, we'd rip out of their arm sockets. What? Every time I went to an NBA game or something, I just waited to see somebody like, you know, screech because of their arm hair got because ripped out ar- of their sockets. Their arm hair or their armpit hair? Armpit hair. Armpit, armpit hair. hair. And then, but you, and then what? You just never saw it? No, I, I was really know. looking for it. Like six, what, seven what years old. What do you think made you that's think all that? all I concentrated on. Had like dreadlocks. Just yeah, kidding. you saw dreadlocks, and you go, "That must happen for armpits." Yep, yeah, that's weird. That's it. That's as that's as dumb as I get. Man, it's something, something. I mean, it almost is like a magical thing, but just kids are so just like because you just you lose your imagination. You really do. The older you get, it, the harder it is to hang on to your imagination. It's it's difficult, and it's literally just like unfettered, if you will. It's all flimits. Um all right. <laughs> thanks for calling. All right. I, I love yeah. your show. Oh, thanks, man. I, I listen to it all the time. So uh, appreciate uh, thanks it. for having me on. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Take care. Dude, Off Limits is... <laughs> Fuck, that is so funny. Oh, my God. Hello. Hey, it's uh, Joe the Joe Lawyer. Lawyer. How's it going? Joe, someone suggested that we should have a show where you are on the line for the whole show and people would call in about legal questions. <laughs> I don't think I have time for that. Okay, just so like I, I'm really, I, I really said that I said I think something along the same effects as that, but I just figured I would wait until you call back to let you know. Because someone's like, you should do a show where just with you and Joe, and then uh, just people can ask legal advice. But I don't know why you. I, mean, I, I, I don't, don't know why you'd want to do that, that once in a while. But uh, even then, I you know I have to preface it. You don't don't actually follow like. You can't take it as actual legal advice. Of course, of course. Maybe it would be called not legal advice with Danny and Joe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, anyways, how, it, how, how are you? How are you? I'm doing well. I just, uh, this whole, like, just recently, I've had so many of, you know, my preconceived uh, notions, like, completely shattered. Like, for one thing, uh, you know, when I was a child and up until very recently, I thought that I was a real Jew. Yes, me too. Anyway. We're just Jewish, <laughs> which is cl- very clever. Yeah. As someone who's a lawyer, you have to admit that that is very clever. 
No, it's not. It's that's just some English word. I know that's that. a, a bastard. It, it comes from Yehud. Okay, never, okay, whatever. It's oh, no, it, no. I understand. Yeah. I understand that's it, obviously it, it's, it's like the guy who got up and said a man and a woman. Yes, it, I obviously <laughs> think it's nonsense. But you go in terms of at least putting forward uh, an argument. You go, okay, that's. Like, I don't believe I'm doing, like, it. a lot of research into it. It's, like, really... Uh, have like, you, been going, down, have you been going down the Hebrew-Israelite uh, rabbit hole as well? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I've, been like, going, I've been going down very, so, very deep. So they think it's only the blacks that were taken here as slaves can be Hebrew-Israelites. Any of the ones that stayed in Africa can't be and aren't true children of Israel. Like, it's... It is very crazy. Oh. And I, I posted on my Twitter uh, late last night because I was watching... These um in Chicago, these Hebrew Israelites, they were like street proselytizing, and then this white guy walks by with his girlfriend. You could see it, and then they make him kiss their they make him kiss the ground because I guess they got him to be feeling guilty about being white, and then they go kiss the ground, and then they made him kiss this guy's shoe. My gosh! And I I thought you go go look at my Twitter. It's like from twenty four hours ago, and the guy literally kisses a stranger's shoe. (laughs) <laughs> it is insane. And then there's another one. Someone on that told me that, that I should check out. Um, I was talking about this on, I believe, the Patreon Boys cast that's coming out next. But So there's a documentary called The Gods of Times Square on YouTube. It's, called, it's a Richard Sandler documentary. It's all about how Times Square area changed in like the 90s. And if you go to the 20-minute the mark, there is – it's on YouTube – uh, the gods of Times Square, and there's these Hebrew Israelites. They're they're doing their thing on the corner, and then they're literally standing on the back of this white guy. Like he lays down, and then they stand on his back to continue doing the preaching because he was trying to, I guess, like connect with them somehow. And he figured that would be the best way to do it is to let them. Uh, but stand I don't even understand what they're doing because uh, I, I mean I'm just saying we don't proselytize we don't go like you know you want to become jewish we tell you no don't don't bother well <laughs> that's why they're winning and we're losing <laughs> I, I just don't like so but i, I don't know like, also <laughs> but they, they, won't, they won't accept half the people like so like why are they standing there on the street corner yelling if they're just i don't know yeah. i i i mean it, you know what it is <sighs> it's, it's similar to the trans debate actually um i i find in the sense that they're requiring other people um, to 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 join in on their thing, you know. Like it's not but, like- no that that, that um, no. I, I hear where you're coming from. It actually reminds me of another uh, thing that I believed up until recently. Uh, I had to take a uh, the anti sexual harassment course, uh, which they, they make you take every once in a while, mm-hmm. um, and. This video that, that I'm watching, it has uh, this woman gets uh, a sonogram and she's like, oh, wow, it's a girl. And then some person like bald 15 piercings pops up. Not so fast. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. This is a video. Yeah. Man, the the corporate. It, it, the this corporate? was produced by. You no, know, this was produced by New York City. Right. Right. This is like a workplace safety kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's ins- I would love to get my hands on something like that just to see it. I think you can find it online. And she goes, so the person literally pops up and goes, not so fast. 
when they're wondering yeah. if it's a boy or And a girl. then just starts going on and on about like um you know well now there's something called cisgender and there's something called, going through like this whole thing and it's just like what the heck does any of this have to do with sexual harassment? Tell me, don't you know, slap a girl's tuchus when she walks by. Fine, <laughs> like I don't know. But, why it made me laugh when you say tuchus. Uh yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, that's that's where we're at, though. I, I've heard no shortage of people where they're like, "Yeah, you should see the shit that we have to do at our work. It's mental." But it's all. I mean, you're a lawyer. It's everybody's just covering their ass, right? Is this, is this no, oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Everybody's yeah. just covering their ass. Like, like no one at the office actually like i mean okay there might be like one there's one guy who uh when trump uh won came into work literally crying and screaming how he's gonna ban all gay people but <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is i honestly feel I, i've said this for a while like all the hysterical people during trump kind of like oh the non-hysterical people i feel an apology like for the people who are like saying, yo, you're being a little hysterical. It's not the end of the world. And they're like, yes, it is. And we were forced to participate in their delusion of like the end of time stuff. And then now it not, nothing culminated from it. We're like, okay, we're just, here we are. I mean, I don't know. I, they've, I, I don't know. I feel like they probably realized, uh, I don't know, like, at the time, if they saw clearly for a second, they're like, he's not actually going to, you know, ban, like, he's not going to lock people up. But I don't know. It's, no, I mean, again, it's just, it's hysterics. It's all hysterics. Um, yeah. All right, Joe. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it, man. No it's problem. Nice, nice Take, care. Take care. Joe the lawyer, everybody. Uh, JJ Lieberman in the chat says, yo, disaster on stage tonight. Um, call in, JJ. JJ, we have a little more time if you want to call in. Uh or I'll call you if you want to talk about your disaster on stage. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, what's up? It's uh, Jordan from Ohio. Jordan I last weekend. from Ohio. I'm, How you doing, man? I'm the guy that's dating the uh, witch. Right, right, the dating the witch. Yeah, <laughs> how's it going? All right, so uh, I had, uh, had a funny one uh, for you from when I was a kid. This was probably, I was four or five years old before uh, I had any kind of idea what sex was, right? Okay. Um, my dad and my mom split up. My dad got married. Uh, me and my brother are at my dad's house. Um, and it was in the middle of the night. I got up for some reason. Uh, I was either scared or wanted water or something. Um, but I go into my dad's room without knocking, um, and seeing him and his new wife in bed. Um, and he got up and put me back to bed and told me that they were, uh, they were wrestling. That's like, uh, that's because, like you heard that. Yeah, I've heard that a million times. Almost. Yeah, because oh, yeah, me and all my brothers were into, uh, you know, WWF and shit like that. Well, me not, you know, having no clue on the situation. Uh, I went home and told my mom um, that I <laughs> that I caught dad and Mary. Um, I walked in on them wrestling. Uh, and then my mom proceeded to call my dad and uh, threaten his wife uh, with physical violence for like 20 minutes. What? So, uh, yeah, my mom was not having it. I mean, I can't imagine that she loves hearing that you walked in on your dad railing the new wife. Yeah, my mom used to be wild as fuck. So it's <laughs> it, it, it's probably it's probably uh, she was probably lucky that my mom actually didn't. Uh, do anything about it but yeah she wasn't she wasn't a big fan of it wow all right good stuff all right man thanks for calling in appreciate it all right thanks Danny. take care bye. 
All right. All right. We're going to call JJ Lieberman right now. Last call of the night. Is this your number? Why have multiple numbers for JJ? Yo, all flimits is the funniest thing that's ever fucking happened in my life. By the way, smash that like button. If we get 21 more likes, I'll give one more channel membership away. We got like five, 10 minutes. Okay, JJ, I'm calling you. It's not working. It doesn't work. That's what happens. Try again. I'm trying. I'm trying, but it's not working. Uh, Check out that that documentary. I haven't really got a chance to watch it, but um, seven o, yeah, free membership. I don't know why you didn't. JJ, I tried calling you. It's not working. So I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I called your seven o two number. Did not work. Um, that's what we get. Yes, scrotina. That's what Naomi. The, it's a female scrot. A scrotina. Yeah, JJ, your phone doesn't work. Um. Crow Magnet asks, what do we think about Ye and Tim Pool? I talked about it off the top of the show. Um, oh, because your phone was off, JJ. Yeah, that might be a problem, you fucking idiot. Hello? Yo, Danny, it's Mo from Minneapolis. What's up? Mo from Minneapolis. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, doing good. I know you said you had uh, one more call, but uh, I got something that my buddy used to think when he was a kid. Yeah, let's hear it. So my buddy tells me, in fourth grade, one of his friends comes in into the classroom, says something to the effect of, um, says, man, I just dropped a big brown turd or something like that, right? Okay. So his friends are laughing. My buddy says, like, what are you doing shitting brown? Right? So yeah. I'm African. My buddy's African. So his friend's like, what do you mean? He's like, you're white. Like, yeah? What do you mean? He's like, I thought only black people shat brown and no. white people shot some other color or whatever. Why? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, hey, how man, old I'm, I'm going to keep it short. I'll get out of how, here. How old, sorry, were how old were you at the time? When this happened, he was in like fourth grade. I could barely hear you. But oh, you, like oh, you could hear, barely hear me. Okay. I think that's you. But um, Okay, cool. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Take care, man. Okay. We're going to try JJ one more time and they're going to wrap this bad boy up. Let's see. Is JJ's phone working? Shout out to Crow Magnon with the super chat. Um, and uh, the Dixon dude with the super chat earlier that I missed. Oh, here we go. We got it to work. Finally. What's up, JJ? Uh, hello, JJ. Hear me? I barely can hear you. Yeah, this is, your reception is not good. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah, a little better. Um, what's up, Jason? Um, um, so I was doing Caroline's. Oh, you were at Caroline's tonight. Caroline's Comedy. I'll be there on Thursday. Yeah, Caroline's on Broadway. And it was a light crowd. Yeah. And I was just doing this thing. No one was really killing or anything. It was like, okay, but it was like really older crowd. Yeah, I mean, it's like all and, tourists and stuff. Yeah, tourists, but older. But it was one office party of like finance people with finance bros, but then the bosses. Okay. And then I was, I was screaming about how this is a new world order of cucks. I'm screaming and it's old, a new like, world order of like cucks. Where, where are you right now? I can't hear you, JJ. This is JJ. You are so low value. I can't hear you. I'm, 
Dude, I have a low-value apartment. So go outside. You're in a fucking... Every place in New York City, every walk-up is like you can't... doesn't have reception. This is not unique to you. I have two dogs, bro. So you can't go outside? Go stick your head out the window. Because then they'll start going crazy, and I'm wearing flip-flops. Oh, you're wearing flip-flops. Okay, well, we'll we'll talk a little bit more. Wesley for Florida, shout-out. Wesley says, how much for my vape shop to sponsor the show? I mean, literally just say what your vape shop is, Wesley. Sponsor right now. Um, anyways, we're off. JJ, so you bombed at Caroline's. You were calling them all cocksuckers. I was, I was scrolling at this. Okay, JJ, I can't hear you. This is tough to listen to. Call back on the Patreon if you can figure out. That's JJ, everybody. That's there's no more low value way to end a low value stream than with JJ Lieberman. Not being able to get a hold of us. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take this call because I haven't talked to this lady in some time. If I think this is her. And then we're going to wrap this up. We'll be starting the after show. Uh, 11, 10, 11, 10. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hi, Danny. China, how are you? I, You know what? I was going to end the show and then I saw that you were calling and I said, I want to talk to China. So how are you? I'm great. How are you? People are saying I'm not smiling. I smile all the time. It's very forced. Well, I like it. Yes. Uh, how are you, China? I'm great. Okay, you know, so- when I was a kid? Yeah. You know, though, from Mary Poppins, her name is uh, Julie Andrews. Yep. I used to think I was related to her. You thought you, why did you think you were related to Julie we Andrews? We have the same last name. Oh, you totally just doxed yourself. But um... I did. I did. And I thought about it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And Not I think that other matters. people will relate no. to it. Because too... I think people will relate to it. Yeah, you're too likable, though. I had, I don't ever think I saw somebody with my last name until I was like 20. I bet you did. <laughs> I think the first time I ever saw another person with my last name, I think I was 20 years old. And I was actually, I was in university and I went to go to like the administrator's office and they were like looking me up on some form and they go like, is this you? And I go like, no, that's not me. And then there was someone who had like basically my same name. I was like, oh, that's, Dude, that's crazy. When yeah. I see people with my same first name, I think it's weird because it's like, you know, not s- s- sort of normal. All right. If you give away your address, I'm hanging up on you though. Okay. I'm not. No, no. Okay. <laughs> but I would have to say, I, I love the show tonight. It Thank was you. great. And um, a great topic. What did you think of all flimits? I thought it was hilarious. That's like maybe you one know, of the funniest like, things I've ever all heard. All flimits, all flimits. He said it's it to like, me, and I go. He thought it was like a family code. Well, I, I was, was like, like, I was like, you got to repeat yourself. I don't even know what you just said. I remember. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? <laughs> he thought like to him it meant something different, like in his own family language. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but okay. I just tell you, okay. I think what I want to say is kind of related to like the lawyer, okay? Because he's talking about like how things change or whatever. Okay, the reason I haven't been calling is because I've been doing the rideshare thing, right? Because okay. I have to have a second job because of like the inflation or whatever. Sure. And um, I am deactivated currently. Because I discriminated against someone, which I know is not true because I like go to like even like the worst ghetto. Like I do not discriminate against people. <laughs> like it's like not true. Yeah. And, and but apparently I'm thinking it's because I said this is what I think I said. I had a conversation with a girl and I think that the line was, well, apparently it's accepted to be retarded in America now. <laughs> and 
And I think that you're not yeah, allowed to say that anymore. Uh, and it used to be like you were. Yeah, yeah. Probably like Uber or Lyft is not super pumped about drivers calling people or using the term retarded. But I didn't call anybody. Yeah, you didn't call I mean, you just like, said um, it. Yeah, that's what my son said. He's like, you need to be way more careful. They might, they might let me back in, though. They made me like say that I understand the term. Yeah, so that's probably, you're, they'll give you a discriminate. warning. But I was like, I don't think that is discriminating. I don't think using that word is discriminating. Yeah. And anyway, so that's what happened. I mean, I think they're just like, yeah, they're just saying, there's just like, here's just like a list of words you should know under no circumstances use during a ride. Well, they should put that as item M M in their <laughs> friggin' terms of service, so yes. I would know that. Yeah, but I bet you're a way way funner uh, driver than the rest of them. Dude, I had like five point stars. I have a thousand and fifty seven rides, nice, and nobody else bitched about me at all. Yeah, that's that's but lame. I think that might be it, but I don't know if that's actually it. Lame they, that they don't give you the benefit of the doubt. Um. Anyway, China, thank you for calling. I appreciate you. You're welcome, Danny. Nice all right, bye. you soon. All right, bye. bye. That was China, everybody, and that's the show. This show is all limits. I that might be the catchphrase of this show going forward because I cannot get over how goddamn funny that is. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us uh, today on Low Value Mail. As always, um, someone says go get some sleep. I don't need sleep. I don't need sleep, man. I sleep plenty. We got another show. Following this, about 10 minutes, um, join us if you like. Patreon.com slash LowValueMail. Get access to the after show, merch, discounts. Buy, buy a Low Value Mail t-shirt for Christmas, all that stuff. Or uh, you can follow us on Locals or join the YouTube channel. We've got two new members. Uh, they're going to they're gonna be joining us uh, in 10 minutes. If they want, we had a fun time. We had a good, we had a banger of, a, of an after show last week. And then as always, tomorrow night, 10 p.m., new episode of The Bathhouse, live on my channel, live from the green room with the Stan Comedy Club in New York City. I will be there. Hopefully you'll be there. Talk to some comedians. Hang out. Thank you very much, everybody. Talk to you all soon. See you sooner. I hope you all had a happy Thanksgiving. I'm rambling now. Oh, yeah, we got a cool new outro, courtesy of Chad Turnup. Go follow Chad on uh, Twitter. He made this song. Later, everybody. Good night. Yeah.